Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC has brought us all of their available drama. And we are bringing you so much analysis of this crazy hot mess. It wasn't really a hot mess, but it was like, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it yet. I'm in Marty. We took a long winding road to the place where everyone thought we would end up anyway. I guess. There was a lot of people who thought she'd end up with, with Zach to begin with. So we just took a long winding road to get there. I mean, I, I'm i still processing. I'm still processing because I watched episode one at like midnight last night. And then I woke up this morning and watched the finale. Did I have it? Okay. Real talk. Did I have it spoiled for me at 4.30 in the morning when I had to wake up to pee and opened up my phone and it was the very first thing that was on there yeah Yeah. i was so mad because i got on facebook at like four in the morning and i was like uh but i was like how what's the winding road and how did she get there Mm -hmm. the surprise and i'll say this i saved all my breaks at work yesterday so i could watch it from the beginning and then i had it going in my phone while i was doing things and then I stayed late afterwards so I could finish it before I went home. That is phenomenal dedication, Brandon. Phenomenal dedication. And I didn't want to have to mess with it this morning because if I didn't finish it tonight, last night, I would have had to get up early this morning to watch it before I went into work. Ooh, so right. I didn't want to do that. Go. So it was it was more it was better for me to stay and finish it last night than it was to try to finish it this morning. You planned your life accordingly. I did. I took I I did what I had to do. But yeah, it was it was two two long dramatic drama filled nights. Um, you know there was long the because they long because they put two and a half hours into four. There were some comebacks. There were some surprises, some dropouts. Some it was a whirlwind. Yes, and I am happy for our girl Tasha. I will say, like I was telling you before we hit record, this is the very first time that I cried during a Bachelor Nation proposal. Straight up cried. I mean, blubbered like a baby. Is it because your expectations for this franchise have been so diminished by what feels like three straight years of disappointing endings? Maybe that, and the fact that I have only been watching action movies this Christmas, like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. So I stored up all of my Hallmark sentimentality for this moment. Because if you think about it, Peter's season ended poorly. Hannah's season ended poorly. Colton's season ended poorly. That's true when you put it that way. Becca's season ended fine. I mean, it's since been poorly, but it was fine then. Ari's season was weird. Ugh, Ari. They're having twins now. I don't care. I'll wait till news and notes. Okay. (laughs) Even then, I won't care. Okay, uh, shall we get started? Yeah. Or as Zach said, yes! <laughs> uh, we're, guys are just kind of hanging out in the room before things get started. And uh, Zach says he feels the pressure of not stacking divorces, which is a, which is a good which is a good a good opinion to have. Let's not. <laughs> Let's I thought that was pretty freaking funny, which, I mean, it's terrible, but I thought it was so funny. 
But when Brendan said that he was so nervous and, you know, yeah, he wants to get it right. And yeah, when Zach is like, I mean, nobody wants to stack divorces. I was like, oof. <laughs> I let out an audible oof. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funny. And then we see the final arrival of one JoJo Fletcher who hangs out with Tasha just one more time to just kind of get a chat in before Fantasy Suites. That's where she that's where she shines. Mm-hmm. With the the final rose, not with the the Chris Chris Harrison stuff. No. Um, she can't do it. She's good with chatting though. And then uh they they have a conversation about the importance of the importance of fantasy suites. And mm-hmm. JoJo casually lets slip that she did sleep with all three of her guys. Yep. I was like, cool. Good for you, Go- JoJo. You know, live your life how you want to, I guess. <laughs> Go JoJo, live your life. <laughs> But they kind of talk about the importance of getting that time with each person. And Mm -hmm. then Chris comes in, tells the guys that the same thing, you know, the fantasy suites are important, and drops off a date card for Ivan. Yeah. Ivan couldn't hold it together. He was so excited. This was so awkward, though. It reminded me of when the girls on Peter's season all stayed together. Yeah. And it was awkward. But now in this season... They had to stay together. Well, know, they, there's no for them to go. No, no. Okay, I will. I, no, they didn't. Okay, maybe you're right. La Quinta is huge. There's 41 pools at La Quinta. But you're right. You're right. There was they plenty didn't. of room and, to kept them sleep, separated, and they show they saw how much cringe worthiness the end of Peter season brought them in terms of keeping them together. And I think, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we are in for that to be the norm. Oh gosh, that's torture. Because I was like, my goodness, I would hate that. It's so awkward when the person has to come home the next day. Like, uh, or were they like even, did they stay together? Or were they just like, let's meet meet up in this main common area? I think that they were probably forced to each day join the common room gosh. for conversation. Yeah, I was like, wait, they did have their own, their own suite. Yeah. Because, no, yeah, they, they had to have. They, they certainly didn't have roommates at this point. No. But, yeah, that's what it reminded me of when Victoria F. and Maddie and Hannah Ann were all together. And it was so weird. And they were like, dramatic. Oh, you're staying here, too? You're staying here, too? We're all together? And the dramatic tension of Madison watching both Hannah Ann and Victoria come back from their dates after clearly having slept with Peter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the days. Those drama-filled days of the worst season ever. Now, did you did you catch us at the end of this section after Ivan leaves? Zach, Brennan and Zach are talking about Ivan. And Brennan said, he's a good guy. He goes, yeah, he's a good guy. I let him date my sister. I'm not sure how I feel about him dating my girlfriend. Yes, yes. I thought that was <laughs> funny. It's like, he was full of the quality lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really was. He's funny. Uh, but mm-hmm. Tasha and Ivan get their date started, and they're going to try to break the record for the longest ever coldest kiss. Okay, the longest ever kiss. Who was that? That was, I remember seeing that on um, a goat season. That was, was, was that Ben? Was that Ben and Lauren? No. Oh my goodness, who the heck was it? They were standing in that square, and everybody was like, around them on the it was like on the street uh 
because I remember thinking, wow, what a throwback. They were like, you already went through all the goat seasons um, this summer. So you'll Sean. probably remember. It was Sean. Oh, okay. Sean and Leslie. Okay. Because they were like, I feel like they were probably like, oh, we're known for our trying to break records. And you just went through this goat season. So you probably remember this. So why not throw some ice into it? Like, why do world records have to be have to be broken in this franchise? That for some reason because they didn't have anything else to do. They what knew if, they knew that Ivan wasn't winning, so they're like, let's just give him a fun. Sure. Let's just give him a fun time. That's what I love. The question that Chris asked the guy when he was like, "Him being in this ice, do you think it'll perform? It'll affect his performance later on in the fantasy suite? <laughs> and he was like, this could be devastating." <laughs> 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 that's what I thought was really funny though too I was like they're clearly like Ivan you're not going to get anywhere which I mean he might have no. I don't know. based on the conversation though later on it didn't sound like he got anywhere <laughs> no it, it, I don't think so um, but he yeah they have they have the record they, the record set at 5 minutes and 16 seconds and they ended up breaking the record at 6 minutes and 35 seconds and yeah, she says they eventually, kept going. they said, yeah, they broke their record at five minutes and 17 seconds. And they, the, their record was six minutes and 35 seconds. And they're saying at one point, it just didn't get too bad. It was like, yeah, because it's 120 degrees outside. And you mm-hmm. might have started with the water below zero, but with below freezing. But you didn't, you certainly didn't end with it six minutes later below freezing. Right. You know, that water got hot quick in that metal tub. Gosh. And I love that. I don't know if you noticed this, but Tasha tried to tap out and Ivan kept kissing her. <laughs> I didn't notice that. No. <laughs> she like literally like was like, okay, on his shoulder. And he was like, let's, let's keep going. So, I mean, I would have kept going just to be a, re- a world record holder, but then I'd been like, all right, I'm over this now. Yeah. And not, like, I'm not marrying you. So <laughs> I'm not marrying you. <laughs> I'm in it to win, and then I'd be like, okay, all right. Right, five minutes, 17 seconds. I'm just like, all right, I'm done here. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, that was was their day, basically. Like, they probably did stuff after that. They just didn't bother to show it. I don't even know if they did anything after that. Because her and Ivan, every time they have a date, it's always like, let's cook. Let's stand and play games. Let's blah, blah, blah. Like, they were so basic. Ivan's the guy. Ivan's the guy that your mom wants you to marry, your dad wants you to marry. Or no, I well, Ivan's the guy that you bring home and your parents are like fantastic. Straight across the board. So nice. So put together. So cautious. That's what I felt like Ivan was. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan would have been a very safe choice. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. And Tasha doesn't seem like she makes safe choices. Nope. And like that is the reason I was like, mm, don't pick him. <laughs> well, I, ne- a- I never I thought he was going to win. I didn't. No, no. We always thought that he was third, third or fourth. Yeah. Right? And I think he, he would have been third if Brennan had not left. Yeah. And it was clearly, so he was clearly third behind Ben and Zach. Oh yeah. So he would yeah. he would have, he would have easily been fourth. Yeah, so, and I think that was our prediction that he would have been fourth, and then it would have been Ben, Zach, and Brendan. Mm-hmm. And when Ben made his flub last week, um, 
then it was like it moved Ivan up. Oh gosh, we'll get to it, but this is this is crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah, Ivan is the safe choice. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they we cut back to the uh, the main room for a little bit. Zach gets his date card and Brendan, as most people would, is having trouble with his girlfriend sleeping with multiple people in front of him. Perfectly reasonable. As a normal reasonable. person should. <laughs> as a normal person should. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the date. Ivan and her go to dinner. And they talk about how vulnerable they've both been with each other and how she's cried in front of him and she doesn't cry in front of people. And he says he's undoubtedly falling in love with her. And says she's falling for him too. And then they pull out the date card for the overnight. What did you think about their overnight trailer? It was straight trash. <laughs> I would have. like, uh, why are you guys camping? If I showed up to an overnight and they said, here, here's your RV. We're on one of the nicest, a supposedly incredibly nice resort. Yeah. But no, and you don't get to have a resort. You don't get to have a room. You get to have an RV. I'd be like, I would like to leave. Right. And you're right. Because they weren't going to spend the money. They weren't going to spend the money on him for a room. That resort is beautiful. I know this to be true because I found myself at like two in the morning this morning, Googling, Googling where I could find the couch, the gray couch that Tasha had in her suite. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started, I went down a rabbit hole of like, this resort and how beautiful it is just because I want that couch in my new apartment. <laughs> good couch. Resort, they're capable of good things. Yet they gave him an RV. They gave him not even an RV. They gave him like a trailer. It was a trailer. Yeah. It was just, it made me so, it, it made me really mad. <laughs> but um, they, uh, uh they go have their overnights, and then the next day they wake up and have, well, I guess, as we learn later, later they never went to sleep. Right. And they come out of the RV in the morning and drink coffee and eat breakfast. That I, okay, that I did like. I also enjoyed the fact that Tasha was wearing her glasses and drinking her coffee outside. Because I do think that that would be a sweet kind of camping date. No. You're like, all right. No, like, hear me out, though. Okay, I, I will hear you out, but I will have... Nothing other than strong feelings about this. You're like, you're, if you're like in the mountains, you know, and you've got like, it, yes, it would have no. been. A, it, but when you're, when you're in the relationship already and you're like, let's go away together, not for like a pivotal moment of like the, to set off the trajectory of the rest of your relationship. Not, not that. Not that. Camping, but, su- camping sucks. I think also, no, camping's fun. Camping sucks. Good. That's why I'm not totally put off by the trailer idea. But the trailer idea would have had to come later in my relationship. And I also, I feel like Tasha showed us a nod as to where her headspace was when she wore her glasses in the morning. I'm just saying. Because at the beginning of a relationship, you don't really wear, you don't really wear your glasses a lot. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like you want to look like glamorous and stuff. Again, here I me think out. you're getting into it too much. <laughs> I think that Tasha was like, he and I are just friends. Or it could have been 
that Tasha was like, we're so far in advance in our relationship that I can wear my glasses and look like my Sunday morning chic, um, read the newspaper, drink my coffee outside with my, my legs propped up. You know, I feel like that could have been, that could have been the signifier either way. But to me, it was Ivan and I are just friends. I think you're reading too much into it. I think that okay. this was just the end of, I think it's just how she was. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. Maybe I am. Because then I think about it and I'm like, how many times have I worn my glasses in front of a boy I've liked? A lot. It didn't mean that I didn't want to like date him. It just meant that I wasn't wearing contacts. See? No. <laughs> no. I'm going to stick with my theory. I'm sticking with my theory. Tasha was sending a message because, yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> He he lets us know that he could propose to Tasha without any hesitation now. Which is which is good. That's good for them. Uh, then they Then we kinda move on. Ivan goes back to the room, tells the guys that he had a good night, that he didn't get any mm-hmm. sleep, but he feels really good about how the date went. I also feel like it was just like it wasn't like their parting of ways wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss him. Like, do you remember when Hannah um, said goodbye to Tyler in the morning after their fantasy suite? Mm-hmm. And it was like, she was straight up like, I miss him already. He turned around and she was like, I miss him. Yeah. Like with Ivan, I felt like it was like, see you later. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good hangout. Yeah. I'm just going to stay here and finish my coffee. Bye. All right, well, she meets up with Zach after that. And I so despite how they showed the dates, there was a date in between. There was a day between each date. Okay, that's what I was wondering because I was so confused. I was like, why would you put this like on the same, like one guy comes home, the next guy leaves? Like what? That I don't know why they portrayed it like that, but that's not what happened. Okay. I've in, I have independent confirmation of this. That's good to hear. I texted my producer friends. Really? AKA, I listen to another podcast that has friends as, that are producers. <laughs> I Because Ivan was saying, it threw me off when Ivan said that it was weird being on a date with a girl um, and having your overnight. And then the next day, another man is with her. And I was like, what? Wait. No, there was a day in there was a there was Ivan's date a day, Zach's date a day, Brendan's date. Okay. Okay. That's that's better. Cuz I was like that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they said it they did it like that. Maybe it was to make it feel weird. But I don't, I don't know. know. I don't like that though. I didn't you got either. A space in the middle of that. But her and her and Zach meet up and they're going to explore things. And they do that by getting in uh, white swimsuits and rolling around with paint. How many times ahead of this date, though, did Zach say the word explore? So many times. He said it like so he said it like many. six times in one sentence. Goodness. He just kept I'm, saying he just kept saying explore. I get it. Y'all are gonna explore, but then he just kept saying it over and over again. Yeah. It's like, hey, great. Just call me America's Best Gucci then. You're going to explore. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome they, for that. They, uh, they, they, get, they roll with paint. This, 
they always make it seem like fun, and I would not want to do this. There are so many dates. There are so many dates on The Bachelor that I would do before this one. Yeah. Now none of them would be none of the like skydiving ones. I wouldn't skydive before I did this, but like that would be about it. Yeah. Yeah, because then by the time the only thing that I didn't like was the fact that once you roll around in the color so much, it just becomes one solid color. Like by the end of it, they were just purple. <laughs> my problem with it is like paint splattered. My problem with it is I don't like getting dirty. Yeah, so that you, too. You, the entire point of this endeavor, this this particular date, is to be gross with paint. Yeah. And I would not want to do that. Best person to be Zach was the best person to be gross with, though. Gross with paint. He was fun. Did he no, he was definitely they definitely had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that this is when I was like, okay. I think that like I was starting to solidify my selection and I was like, it's him. Yeah. And then for me, it definitely solidified it when I saw Brendan's date, which I was definitely Selected for him to push him over the edge. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. But we'll get we'll get there. So we get to yeah. the evening portion of Tasha and Zach, and Tasha has some questions. She's wanting to know why mm-hmm. her his mom had told her that Zach didn't want kids, but Zach mm-hmm. knew Tasha wanted five, and how it how had this never you know been addressed before? Yeah, and he basically yeah. said, "Was well, yeah, I lied to myself." It was easier to presume and, like I didn't want to get married and didn't want to have kids when I did. Didn't that come up though last week during his hometown? Yeah, like, but I, I think I think Tasha like I think Tasha talked to to Zach's mom before Zach talked to his mom and cleared that up. Oh, okay. Because that's had because, to be the, that had to be the way it went down because Tasha says that he heard that from Zach's mom, and then Zach told his mom that he changed his mind. So mm-hmm. I think Tasha must have talked to her before Zach talked to her. Okay. Because I was like, this is not new information for us, though, because he said that he was he was um, in denial. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's a legit question for, that's a legit question to be asked, for sure. No, for sure, yeah. You, gotta, you, can't, you can't be like, oh, my future fiancé says he doesn't want kids, but I want five. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's no, yeah. it's not fine. You should definitely talk about that. Yeah. So I, I just, I really did adore this date, though. No, this I was really, this was a good day. I really appreciate how honest they are with each other and how straightforward and intentional Zach is with his words. And Tasha says that, but like you really do feel the vibe that like he has thought things out. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, um, and he didn't seem like he was BSing his way through it. This whole season, I realized what I was doing about the same time that Tasha realized what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But like, I kept waiting for the shoe to drop on Zach. Mm, yeah, I kept being like, he can't be this good of a guy. Like, he's got to have some shade. Even when they did the cheating thing, when he said that he had cheated, uh-huh. and then. It- like, surprise, it was my sixth grade girlfriend, Emmy, you know. Yeah. And they, like, kind of alluding to the fact that it was like, oh, man, something happened. Something happened. But, like, this but- whole time, I'm just like, he, every other guy was like, they're great, but this. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting for Zach's butt, and it just never yeah. came. 
And then where he's like, maybe things are just fine. Like, maybe I can be just good. Uh-huh. It's like, I guess. But, like, normally people aren't. I think also, though, I think that is the benefit in her. I think the benefit, and that's one of the benefits in having a season where there are older guys, a.k.a. guys that are just in their 30s, but older than the traditional cast because they've had time to evolve. Mm-hmm. They've had time to get past yeah. their party boy ways, you know, or what they once could have done that like breaking hearts. And now like this guy's ready to settle down. This guy know who's, knows who he is. So that's why when Tasha was like, you're different, you know, it's because he's at an age and a point in his life and he's been through so much that he's like, this is who I am now. Maybe it wasn't before who, before, it wasn't who he was before, but it is who he is now. Yeah, true. So we're actually seeing a grown-up fall in love. <laughs> I think that might be, and hopefully they stick with it, with people being older, you know, and, and normal older, not like, I mean, what happened with that, like, seniors finding love, looking for love? What happened with that? Uh, I think that we can't allow seniors to be outside right now. Oh, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> you know, the... The pandemic that was clearly prevalent through this entire season and will be clearly prevalent through this next season. You're right. You're right. Uh, we can't have Barbara quarantining just so she can meet George on an island. They're going to do it on an island, though. I think it's okay. Just do it on an island. Maybe. I kind of want to watch Seniors Fall in Love. Anyway, though. Um, I'll watch yeah. it. I just don't know if I want to talk about it. I think that is the benefit of Zach being a fully formed person. Yeah. True. But uh, they uh, they enjoy the rest of their evening and they go back to their much nicer suite that they're using for their uh, overnight portion. And then we catch up with yeah. them the next morning where they're uh, jumping on the bed and making breakfast. That was, I feel, breakfast, because I'm addicted to breakfast, I, this is perfect. I thought this date was so perfect. And though, like, wait, let's backtrack. They, like, he told her that he loved her. Yes. Before. Like, he told her in such a I totally forgot. I I totally must have skipped over that part. Yes, he did. I was like, this is a big part, Brennan. I don't know how I missed over it. And Taisha told him, like, she was like, I love you. And it was like, boom. If it's not over... It's feeling pretty over, you know? It, it felt pretty over. I'm not going to lie. It felt pretty yeah. over. She, like, she was like, I love, and when people first and last name you, they're serious. Mm-hmm. She was, I love you, Zach Clark. And he was like, I love you, Tasha Adams. Ah, it's so cute. I'm like falling, I'm falling in love with it more and more right now. <laughs> but yeah, like he told her and the way that he told her and the words that he carefully selected in like a, in a genuine way. It was just, ugh, so romantic. He loves her, and she loves him. Yeah, this... The fantasy sweet night. This and is... In the morning. This is where, for me, it started to feel over. Like, it, 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 it kind of felt over for a little bit, but it was definitely over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. This if is... If it uh, ended up picking Ivan... I would have been so blindsided. 
This is when you go, to use a sports analogy, this is when you go up by two touchdowns with three minutes left. They could come back, but they're probably not. And that's what Zach was saying, though. Zach was like, at, at, like after their date, when he's like, anything can happen, which is the theme of 2020. But he's like, anything can happen now. But I've told her I love, I love her. And I, I saw this on Facebook today. And it was a reminder that during Claire's section of the Claire season, before we switched over to Tasha, Zach was saying that he was down 14 in the first quarter, but there was still plenty of game left. And they're just like, yeah, there was plenty of game left, and you played a new team. Like, imagine if, like, the second half you played a different team that was so much easier for you to win. Oh, gosh. I just can't. My brain can't handle the fact that Claire and Dale happened at the beginning of all this and wasted so much time. I just can't. (laughs) Yeah. They was yeah they wasted a lot of time but uh, Zach goes back to the other guys and we have another uh, cringy interaction where they're just I love awkward. how the guys were like he's gonna come in and he's gonna be straight faced and he's gonna be like yeah it was a good night and I made the most of my time and that's basically what he said <laughs> well they know each other they're just like that's basically what happened they're like he's like yeah had a, had a had a good night things went well yeah. I do love the fact that you could tell he. He he did let out a smile that mm-hmm. was like, but he oh, was trying to remain stoic. Yeah, he was trying to not give it them anything about what happened. Yeah, but I I adore the like even his wording when he said um, one thing that I what is it one thing I got out of this night or something like that though he was like is that she's the real deal. Yeah, like and I thought that was such a great way of being like yeah I love her but like this is. She's the focus. You know, he always Not brings it back to her. She's yes. the focus. She's the real deal. So it's almost like no matter if she doesn't end up with me, she like this girl is amazing. Yeah. And the the aforementioned Brendan and Tasia date made to uh break Brendan. <laughs> sure did. And it it broke him. It sure broke did. him. We could we could see the breakdown happening in his eyes as it was going on. I this was, was like I was breaking. This was like when you're like chopping a tree down and there's and there's really only like three hits left anyway. Yeah. The, he was at three hits before we entered the date. But like last week though, hometown, he felt like he was on solid ground. At least with like with us, it felt like he was like, you know, he was in a good place. I, I don't know what happened. I was in a rough place. I don't know what happened. I think it was. I think it was Neil. <laughs> Neil broke him. I think it was Neil because when she said, "This is Neil Lane," and he was like, "Oh," you know, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm known for my diamonds." <laughs> I do adore the fact that this though was the first time that I felt like quarantine. Neil is like so laid back. <laughs> Neil's, Neil, Neil's usually super serious about these rings. Right. COVID Neil was like, look at these diamonds. Look at these bracelets. These are forever. Ladies love diamonds. Let's talk about my business. Let's talk about me. <laughs> he was like, look. Let's sit this chair. He was like, look, I'm a great guy. Look at these rings for men. Look at these rings for you, Tasia. Everything's super expensive. Like, 
quarantine COVID meal is like so because you know because you know he his shops in LA so they're not allowed to be open so he's like you know what you know Kyle you're in charge of the store for the next few months I'm going to Turks and Caicos I'll see I'll see you when Chris needs to see me like i'm just gonna go chill you know i'm I'm gonna spend a month in turks and caicos because why not i can't do business right now but i love the fact that he was just like so chill like let's hang out in these chairs let's let's just chat about your relationship i think think my favorite you'll talk to people my favorite part of this was that brendan was walked in saw him was introduced to him and the name and the face meant absolutely nothing nope like that he was like oh okay hey neil <laughs> didn't know a thing about him and you could totally tell like he's like why is your neighbor here <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy and he's and he's, hey, neil. he's probably like racking his mind is like bachelor's name neil bachelor's name neil bachelorette's right. with a husband named neil i don't know any of these he's neils like, sh- he's like this show has been on for a long time maybe he was the original <laughs> He's the original Bachelor, maybe? I don't know. He seems super old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like, didn't didn't register in his brain at all. So that was hilarious. Okay, so what did you... What I thought was super interesting about this date, compared to, like, what we see in the future, was how different the rings that she tried on were compared to the rings she got. She um, was like, oh, this is so pretty. And it's, like, lots of... It's, like, 100 tiny diamonds... And then she just got one big diamond. Because she was like, I like this one, but then this one's daintier. This is more of my style, you know? And then it was like, boom, how about this a 20-pound emerald cut diamond for you? Right. Because I think Zach, like, Zach being, like, a big New Yorker is, like, shines. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ring, the shoes, Zach likes to stand out. Yeah. And I think he was like, this girl shines. She's lighting up my life. I'm about to light up her finger. (laughs) I just thought it was awfully funny. She's like, oh, I love this one. And it's like a hundred tiny diamonds. And they're like, how about this? Why don't we put all of those in one diamond and then double it? Yeah. (laughs) And that's the diamond you're getting. Neil's like a wizard. Neil's like, (laughs) (laughs) But I think also, though, when I'm thinking about the rings that she was trying on with Brendan, I do think that the simplicity of the bands seemed like they were more, more in tune with their relationship. You know, like their yeah. relationship was very much like more low key. Like Brendan's very, he's kind of shy, you know, but he's also funny. Um, whereas Zach has a, Zach, there's some swag about him, you know, like she always says, and yeah. like, so the thing and everything. So I think that the ring that she, the rings that she was looking at were kind of like a, and maybe this is me reading a lot into it again, but I read oh, a lot. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> but I think the rings that she was looking at with Brennan were a reflection of like their relationship, the style of the relationship, who they are. Maybe. They were a bit more quieter together, a bit more simple. It didn't mean that it was less than, it was just different. Or maybe he was saving the good rings for the proposal, and these are just like his secondary rings. Maybe he's like Kyle, pack me two girl. sets of rings. Yeah, he was like, "Girl, I, I'm not gonna bust out my best rings for this. All right, this is a make or break date. This date breaks, then we get to the make." <laughs> <laughs> so Neil's like, "I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna drop it down two tiers. Like I'm gonna show you some simple bands." 
And then when he's like, we do have men's bands too. And the like the look on Brennan's face though, like Brennan, when Neil was talking about the band and what it represents forever, like I feel like Brennan was like, oh no. <laughs> Brennan in this entire date could not have been more uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. He did, he did not want to be there. No. I mean, this was... Even this... even when they stopped looking at rings and were just hanging out, he did not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even when Neil... What is it? When Neil did his toast... Yeah. And wished them love, like, he was like, thanks, Neil. <laughs> no, he did not want to be there. It was plain and simple. He did not want to be there. No. Not at all. No, this is... And I just thought it was really weird. Bad. Yeah. What do you think of them selecting a date like this, though? I think they knew he was going to break. And they just needed him to break and get him out of the way. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because it felt like, the, like, remember the and, date and when Claire, or not Claire, um, when Tasha and Zach took the wedding pictures? <gasps> I'm so glad they did that. I'm so glad. <laughs> Holy what? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad. I just realized that. But um, remember that date when it was super weird and Tasha got really uncomfortable with being in the wedding dress and uh-huh. being, you know having to walk down the aisle and everything. And Zach was like, I don't want you to do anything that you don't feel comfortable with. And he totally understood. Because that date and the symbolism of that and the weight of that, like I was like, why are they forcing her to wear a wedding dress? And I feel like that was almost like a way of being like Tasha, Like... Are you ready? Yeah. You know, are you ready? So I think these like wedding dates are meant to like get in their heads so they can be like, check yourself. Are you ready? Well, this was, I want to bring something interesting up. So I heard an interview with Chris in like March or April about why they put Madison and Hannah and Victoria in the room together mm-hmm. at, at their fantasy suites. And he said, that he knew that Peter and Madison saw fantasy suites differently and they were both avoiding that awkward conversation about overnights and they needed them to have that conversation. So Mm -hmm. they forced it to be uncomfortable to, to break the, to break it through. So, so I think think that they sometimes use dates yeah. To force discussions, forced and forced discussions and forced decisions. Okay. So I think that I think Brendan had talked to his producer, and they knew he was uncomfortable, and they knew he wanted he was not ready, and they knew mm-hmm. he was breaking. But he he loved Tasha, so he didn't okay. want to leave. So I think that they used that date as he needs to decide whether he's ready or not. Mm-hmm. And we'll do this by bringing up something that's incredibly uncomfortable for him. Yeah, I can see. Okay, that that makes sense. And that, in a way, in a weird way, I feel like that is the franchise like looking out for their lead. And for you know? both people, to both people, to be honest, like they they don't want the contestants to not find love, right? So they're just like, look, the best way for us to because Madison. Madison and Peter were not in a good spot right then because they were both seeing a, a very intricate part of the process very differently. 
Mm-hmm. So they needed them to be like, hey, this is how you address this thing. We need you to pick it up. Like, we need you to understand yeah. that this is important. Yeah, that makes sense. And I I just love thinking about Madison and Peter because it clearly, oh gosh. Like, the, I feel like they were like, let's force this. Let's get to a point where you have this conversation. And then it's like, Peter was like, oh, I'm going to go against it though. Even though, uh, you know, like the logical reason or the logical choice is Hannah. But now I'm going to go back to Madison, even though I really like her or love her or whatever that was. And then it's like, but y'all see the world so differently. Yeah. I don't know. So. But I think that's what they were doing in terms of in terms of that date. They're just like, okay, Brendan's weird in a weird spot right now. And we need mm-hmm. to decide him to decide whether he's in and out in or out to do what's best for Tasha. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he had already put Tasha in a bad position by having her do this this late. So I think that they were trying to pull all the strings to make this easiest yeah no that makes sense um but yeah brennan was not he just looked like he was gonna throw up Mm -hmm. like he looked like he was about to be like neil i'm so sorry let me excuse myself i had to go to the bathroom and then just like climb out the window and like (laughs) just just run just run all the way back to to new jersey or to or massachusetts wherever he was from again it was so it was so uncomfortable but um but yeah, so we had the awkward ring shopping date, mm-hmm. and you—I felt like Tasha knew too. Tasha was like, she was like, mm, "Okay, you're in a weird spot now. Like, and now I see it. This date has revealed it because you could have hit it, you could have pretended. If it was a different date, it could have carried on. Mm-hmm. But him in that position definitely did reveal some things. Yes, and. Uh... That was kind of the end of their day portion, but they was definitely going to have a conversation that evening about where he was at. And it was evident again when they showed up that he mm-hmm. was still feeling weird about it. But he did like her dress, though. thought that was nice. That was his comment. Yeah. Like <laughs> again, with the dress. <laughs> Man, she, yeah, she, she's been killing the outfit game all season. She really has. She really has. She's so good at it. And uh, they talk for a little bit, and he... Says he's having a hard time, and he stares, shares that he's still broken about his his first marriage. He thought he was over it, but he's not. And uh, looking at the engagement rings means, to, and then he talked about how what the engagement rings meant to him, and how he she deserves someone who's a hundred percent, and he's not there right now, and he's so growing, he's got growing and healing to do. Did you see this coming? Before. This date, no. But once the date started, yes. I don't even know if I saw it coming once the date started. Like, like I, 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 I didn't know why he was going home, but I had a feeling he was going home. I just, I did not. Like, I literally set up and I was like, wait, what? What? Like, did not see it coming. I, I guess my radar's off because I, as he was saying, it's not me. I'm not there yet. You know, I was like, what, what's happening? And then I thought maybe Tasha would say something like, you know, it's okay. You know, like maybe, like, maybe like get, we can get more time, like, but she's invested in him. So she's willing to get a shot or something. I don't, I don't know. I thought maybe, but then I was like, wait, Tasha is very serious though in her choice. And if somebody is not ready, she's not going to waste her time. 
So, but I think she she liked him so much, though. Yeah. She's so close to loving him. Because, like she said, she thought that it was going to be him. Mm-hmm. If he had stuck around and if he had been ready, it probably, it might have been, I don't know. I think it would have been a tougher decision. <clears throat> yeah. It would have, it would have been a tougher decision. Either way, I've been still going home. But it would have been. It would have been, we would have, we would have had them both at proposal day. Yeah. Oof, man. You know, man. Again, but, uh, so I, I didn't I didn't see it coming. So I was I was shocked. Yeah. Even though I felt like he wasn't ready. I didn't think he'd go home that night. No, that was no, that was that was really hard. She uh she tells him that as much as she wants to be pissed, she knows what he's dealing with and if he's not ready, he's not ready. And mm-hmm. uh She's not going to try to make him love her. She did that once and she's not going to do it again. And Wise she, words. Wise words. Yes. And then she walks him out. And uh, she... And yeah, like like you said, and she lets us know that she thought she was seriously going to end up with him at the end of this, which yeah. is... It's, it's, like, just, it's hard. She thought from their first one-on-one that it was, it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, we get another visitor, and a uh, short and underwhelming visit from Rachel, Rachel Lindsay. Uh, yeah. I just didn't think that was necessary or helpful in any way. I I did. Okay, but I do think it was necessary, I, or I do think it was it was helpful in the way that Rachel does talk differently about the franchise and about her experience than others. Like she doesn't gloss over things and she does, she is pretty straightforward, you know? Um, so I did think, and I do think that it was, it was good because of the fact that they're the only two bachelorettes of color. So it was nice to like, they share that experience, you know? And Rachel pointed out though, that, People often lump them together and they're like, oh, Tasha's the second bat- second black bachelorette. But I remember Rachel was like, also, we have to remember, though, that Tasha is paving her own path because she's the first multiracial bachelorette. Like, she's black and Latina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that they obviously share that experience. But then Rachel, just she's just different than the other bachelorettes. I, okay, I'll say this. If the only conversation they had, which was their conversation on camera, which I obviously know isn't true, because they wouldn't have had her quarantine for once for half a segment. Mm-hmm. What she probably provided Tasha off camera was probably helpful, but what they yeah. showed on camera was useless. I mean, it's the same with JoJo. Like she didn't really. They chatted, no. but it wasn't. Very... I mean, and. I like JoJo, but it's like, that wasn't necessary either. So, like, Mm-mm. what I don't understand is why they feel the need to tell us they were there. Yeah. If if she wants to call for help and she gets JoJo and Rachel to come and chat with her, great. You don't have to tell us. Like, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> I JoJo giving Tasha advice or Rachel giving else. Tasha advice or even Chris giving Tasha advice. Mm-hmm. Like... It's important for Tasha's journey, but it's not important for television. But I think it was because it added to the television experience since 
they were like, we have to keep throwing things at the viewers because they're literally in the same place. They're not traveling. They're not doing anything. So they're, they were like, here's some of your favorites. Here's who, like, them voicing their experience and, and helping maybe, out. And maybe that's the disconnect because I don't like Rachel. I don't see that. I don't see that as positive because I don't like her. So I yeah. don't see that as an added benefit. I see that as a takeaway. Yeah. See, here's the deal. And I thought about this when Rachel walked in, how differently I used to see her. Like when she was in um, Nick's season, I loved Rachel. America loved Rachel. That's why she got picked as the bachelorette. She was yeah. so, she was like, she was so great. And then when she was the bachelorette, she was still great. But then it was like something switched with the way she handled her last two men. Like I said, still not over Peter Krause, still not over the handling of that situation. <laughs> okay. Over her reasons for wanting to be proposed to at the end of it, even though she was clearly more in love with Peter, whatever. Um, so the way that she handled that and then the way she handled things afterwards, I was like, you're kind of mean. And then ever since then, I was like, mm, okay, never mind. And I think you see Rachel the way you do, and you see Nick the way you do because of your experiences with them. Yeah. I don't have those experiences with Rachel and Nick, so I only see the positives of Nick and the negatives of Rachel, where you see the positives and the negatives of both. Yeah. Like, I never, yeah. had, I never had a problem with anything Nick said. So Nick and <laughs> – so I, I don't have a problem with Nick. Yeah, and I don't have any real positive experience, like ex positive experiences with Rachel the way you do. So you yeah, have mixed you emotions know Rachel about Rachel post Rachel season, right? Yeah. I know super outspoken, aggressively outspoken Rachel. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just like, I'm not a fan of this. Like you can yeah. be outspoken without being the way that she can be sometimes. Yeah, and that yeah, that is that is unfortunate. Like I said, because when she was on Nick's season, she was she she was different. So I don't know. It was, but I think also it was because we didn't get to see oh, the full picture of who she is. Now we see who she is, you know, and it's yeah. like like her, like her, or you know, hate her. It is who she is. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but but yeah. So I we, I almost forgot that Rachel was even there until you brought it up. Honestly. Well, good, good for you, though, I guess. But her conversation was helpful in the fact that she asked her to tell her about the men. And then when she's like, when she they got to talking about Ben. That's when I knew Ben was back. That was such a foreshadow. Like, do you think that Tasha knew? Like, how? I, I don't know. Juliet Littman of the Bachelor Party thinks that she was clued in about Brendan's feelings and Ben's arrival. Because she didn't, because okay. she was like, she was not happy to see Ben, but she was 10 times more surprised to see Bennett than she was to see Ben. And she didn't even really like Bennett. Yeah. So she was like, oh, Ben. I'm just like, oh, Ben, like, what? you were to send this man home. Like, I did, I did feel like she was a little surprised though. But not as surprised as she should have been. I don't know. Cause I, I felt like she was surprised. The way that when when like, Bennett showed up, a door literally hit her because yeah. she was so surprised. Well, yeah. But I, I don't know because I think there's something different about seeing someone who you... Really <laughs> see, see someone you like? 
Yes, because I know for myself when I like when I am like really shocked or like really kind of thrown back, I like freeze and I won't like I won't show a lot of emotion. I'll just be like, okay, you know. Um, Whereas like if I'm like, what is happening? I would have let a door hit me. I would have been like, what? (laughs) What? I think the Bennett thing was unnecessary i think he should have just been sent home after he told her that he loved her because clearly she liked him but she was nowhere near loving him so i think that it was weird that he even got to come to the rose ceremony only to be like bye yeah like minutes later um but with ben there was such a such a weight that was carried with his departure and with the relationship and like when she was saying to rachel like, yeah, he was somebody that not only was hot, but, like, she missed him. She thought about him. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think her reaction to him being there is how I would have reacted. Yeah. I think I would have gently wanted to shut the door in his face and be like, I can't deal with this today. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hit the rose ceremony in two hours, so she couldn't right, just. which that would mess me up if I were her. <laughs> I would just, ugh. Gosh. Yeah. But uh everyone's getting ready for the rose ceremony when, when Ben arrives. Mm-hmm. And you knew Ben was putting to sleep because he had all his stuff and uh, including a suit ready to go. Okay, because I don't think Ben ever left. Yeah. He never left. Like, well do I you think... remember remember Alea told us Alea told us that she left. Like yeah. she left left and she was back the next episode. Yeah, but I think in this COVID in this COVID time, maybe he had like a later flight or something, or maybe he was so like heartbroken that he was like, "I'm just gonna chill for a couple of days." I don't know, but I don't yeah. think he ever left. I think he was just like in his room. The resort is so big; they probably didn't, you know, they're not gonna run. It into had been that. a week though. Well, I don't think he left because they had said that they had, because, like I said, they had a day off between each fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. It had been six days at least. Yeah. Since he left. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of days for them to keep him for no reason. It's true, but if he had left the premises and then came back, he would have had to quarantine again. Yeah, but who knows how long they were actually quarantining. I don't like I don't think Bennett ever left. So I don't know. I, so I don't know. But I think that Ben was like, I'm gonna I I think he thought things over. He's probably like, I'm gonna give it a couple of days but I want to stay and tell her that I love her. Which I'm just still disappointed in the fact that he didn't initially tell her that he loved her. Because this could have changed everything. Yeah. I'm fine with the way things turned out. But I think that he could have, and he, like, I don't know. No, I don't know. But he he comes in, tells her that he loves her, Mm -hmm. and... All of her questions were completely valid. Why Why did you tell Chris and not me? Uh-huh. And once again, it comes much like his move earlier this season. When he was just like, I'll just go last. He was overconfident. Mm-hmm. In, uh, there was overconfidence in his relationship. He was just yeah. like, I love her, but I'm going to move on and I'll tell her at our fantasy suite. Yeah. That's just, uh, it's such a bummer because like Ben just misses the, he misses the cue. And like he just, oh, it's and it's such a real thing too because he, it's clear that it's something that he 
he struggles with, like where he's like, when is the good point? When is the good time to do this? Yeah. Time, yeah. you know? And I don't, I just don't like, he is, he's a lesson to be learned from. And he's also, um, I hope he has learned from his own experience. So the next time that he is in love with somebody, he just says it like right there in the supermarket. Yeah, like, probably. Right yeah. And I was watching, I was watching a clip from Grey's Anatomy recently. Um, <laughs> and I stopped, I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy because of what they did to some beloved characters of mine. I was like, I'll never forgive you. But I was watching some clips from Grey's Anatomy and crying in bed one day. Sure. And, <laughs> As one does. Does. And so McSteamy, a.k.a. Mark Sloan, was I, I'm aware. That, <laughs> what'd you say? I am said, I'm aware. Continue. I'm a fan. <laughs> so he, he says um, that when you love someone, you say it. You know, right then and there. Even if you're afraid that it's going to burn your life to the ground, say it and you deal with the rest later. And so that, for some reason, in 2020 has stuck with me. And then I thought about that when Ben didn't tell her this in this moment. I was like, there are moments, Ben. Mark Sloan was right. Watch Grey's Anatomy. There are moments. You cannot let them pass yeah. you by. If We're he, in the if, midst of the pandemic. If he says, I love you, at the end of his hometown when he should, we paved the way for an epic proposal day. Yeah. Where she has to, she has to, because at that point, there would be no problems that her dad sees in Ben. Because uh-huh. everything else Ben has done has been great. Yeah. Like Lauren Zima called him Captain America. Like yeah. he's, he, he was wonderful. He was sensitive. He's strong. He's cute, and he was super nice. Like Ben, Ben was wonderful. He just he is wonderful, but he just he just freezes. He just is afraid of being vulnerable when the moment is called upon. Yeah, it's time to shine, and he's like, I'm scared. Which in some cases, Ben is all of us. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Ben is all of us, and you know what? McSteamy learned too late, too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mc learned too late. No spoilers, but he was too late. <laughs> he, was, he was too late. So uh, we, yeah, they're kind of mid-conversation. And uh, she says that she needs to step away. And she goes and puts her, locks herself in her room and talks to her producer and she's mm-hmm. like, I have a rose ceremony in two hours. What am I supposed to do with this? I just love that. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> and that's how we end episode one. That's how we end Monday night. Yeah. Man. Oof. Gosh, Ben. Um, do we only have my news and notes or do you have any news and notes? Ooh, okay. So, well, my news and notes. I might do my news and notes towards the end. Wait. Uh, no, okay. I do have news and notes. News and notes. News and notes. <laughs> so you go first with yours. Yours okay. is um, It's also sadder. So let's end on a let's not end on a sad note. Unfortunately, uh, it was announced earlier today. Well, that's when I saw the news was earlier today that uh, Evan and Carly are calling it quits after three years. They have two kids together. So they Carly, Evan is from whose season again? Evan was from, was it Rachel's season? No, 
Becca's season? I think uh, it's from Becca's season. Because he was with Chad. Um, and well, Chad was, uh, was with Jimbully. That wasn't Becca. Was it Allie? Was it Allie? Oh, no. Because I didn't watch Allie's season. I think he was... Because it was I, one of the seasons we covered... I thought it was one of the seasons we covered on... Uh, on um, on the greatest ever. Uh-uh. No. Or it, it was. It was. He was on JoJo season. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, Evan... It's so sad, though, because, like, Evan and Carly were so unexpected the way that they got together on paradise um they you really didn't predict that they would get together when they did get together and like carly realized who he was she fell in love with him you know and evan's so nice and kind of nerdy and they have all these babies or two babies together yes they have two kids so yes uh he's from jojo's and she is from chris souls and she's best friends with um, another Crystal's contestant. Um, um, Jade? Which, why am I her name? Tanner and... Um, Tanner and uh, Jade. Jade, yeah. My gosh, I love Jade. Why have I forgotten her name? Um, but yeah, so she's best friends with Jade. And they always, like, they're, them and their babies get together. Like, they, they're they just super cute. Like, their families are, are cute, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they, and so it's just sad, because uh, I really thought that they would last. They seemed like they had like a normal foundation. So when you sent me that, I was I was I was the crying emoji. Well, I, I think twenty twenty really... has been a rough year for a lot of stable couples, unfortunately. I think everybody's been quarantining together for so long that they're like, "Oh, that's who you are." Well, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's my news and notes. Unfortunately, we this is the uh, third bachelor couple to announce that they are separating this year so that's mm-hmm. unfortunate for bachelor nation another couple down the drain yeah. um so my news and notes i will we'll touch on it a little later but i will say that um so zach sees um ex-wife i saw this yes continue yeah she spoke out um i read it in us weekly she Said that she has been watching the show. She's been watching the franchise for years. She loves Tasha, and so she was like, "Imagine it's now kind of weird that my ex-husband is on my show every week." Right. <laughs> um, and she just talked about how the the downward spiral of the relationship, how they were together for a long time. Their relationship was really quick. They got married young. You know, they bought a house in the same year. Like it was all, all these things, but he hid his drug addiction from her. Um, and she said, like, all of that was, was you know, what he talks about on TV. You know, that's how it was. She didn't remember him getting a DUI that was mentioned. Um, but she did say that, like, it, he, she really did think that he had to become sober for himself and not her. And had they stayed together, it would have been solely for her. Yeah. So, she, like, it's a good thing that the relationship ended. But she did have some positive things to say about Tasha, and she did say she was rooting for them, you know. And she was like, "I hope it is them because I want. I hope that he's happy." And so it was nice that it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a um, a bitter ex, a, a, a reveal where it's like, oh no, you know, he's talking to another girl, like uh, what's his name, Jed. Yeah. You no, know, it wasn't a Jed situation. 
it was, hey, our relationship didn't work out. She now has a, a successful marriage and a baby, you know, but she said it's super weird. And friends were texting her and saying, is that your Zach? <laughs> and she was like, uh, yep, it is. And we watch it every, every week. <laughs> and I love the fact that she didn't shy away from watching it. She wasn't like, I'm not going to watch this. She was like, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to root for well, her. Well, if I remember the, correctly, the article said they hadn't talked in years. Right. right. So at that point, like, if you hadn't talked to your ex in years, and now you were had had a whole other relationship that got married and produced a child, mm-hmm. why would it be that weird at that point? Right. I mean, like, I, like it's still weird, but like weird. not weird enough to drop one of your favorite shows. Yeah, and someone you really like. Super weird though. Um, but yeah, she did say that she wasn't sure what he was all what he was saying on TV was real, but she said that she also thinks that that might be because she's scarred from their their relationship yeah. their past. So I'm glad that she put that little asterisk in there of like, but that could just be me saying that because of my experience with them. Mm-hmm. Well, and she was like, I'm rooting for him and Tasha. I hope he is the final, the final person with her. And he was. And so that is that is nice. That is adulting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so. But yeah, so um, without jumping ahead, even though we have kind of talked about the way it ends, um, yeah, we heard from Zaxie's ex-wife, and I looked through some pictures too. Zaxie looked a lot different when he was married to her. Good, different, or bad, different? Um, he looks better now, <laughs> but he was also probably on drugs. So <laughs> <laughs> true. He's definitely giving Matthew McConaughey vibes now. I was listening to another podcast and they were they were saying how the final two was it was a it was a com, it was a competition between Matthew McConaughey and Brennan Fraser. Okay, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who Ben reminded me of. It was Brennan I'm Fraser. Like, yeah. I see I, as soon as I heard him just like, yeah, I do see Brennan Fraser. I kept trying to think. I was like, who is it? Because Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser was hot in The Mummy. Y'all watch those Mummy movies? That was hot. That was Brendan Fraser at his top notch. Well. <laughs> but yeah, Matthew McConaughey, I kept seeing comments on Instagram today where people were all about, they were like, that is Matthew McConaughey. He's a normal man's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Whose book I just started reading last night and is very good. Okay. News and notes. <laughs> that was news and notes. Back to the episode. Uh... She comes back to the living room and lets Ben know that even though she's frustrated, she would like to see him at the rose ceremony, and she's just not really sure what she's ready to gonna do yet. But I knew what she was going to do. She was going to keep him. Oh gosh. So uh, oh, gosh, yeah. they she walks him out, and then this sealed it when she kissed him. And then she, she went got frust- in for that kiss because she, they didn't kiss. She kissed him. Uh huh. And then Ben's on cloud nine because he kissed her. And she's frustrated mm-hmm. with herself because she kissed him. I just love that. But she's like, why did I do that? Why did I kiss him? Because it's Ben. And he's right there. And he's tall. And he's saying that he loves you. If Ben is there, he's saying those things. And he's he's tall. Okay. What what, what else do you do but kiss him? Not I you. I, I, I'm sure you wouldn't kiss him. I probably I, would not. But I'd be I impressed. He's a, good, he's, a, he's a good guy. Like, when Tasha did that, I was like, listen, I feel like on behalf of all of us out here, that, that Tasha doing that, like, in that moment, I was like, okay, girl, you get that kiss. 
I would have done the same thing. And then I'd be like, I'm not picking you at the end, but I just want to make out. Yeah. Well, they didn't get a fantasy suite, so she was she had to make up for lost time. That was probably all of that stored up stuff too. She's probably like, I didn't even freaking get a fantasy suite with you. You suck. Yeah. Um she, Ben walks away, then he goes and gets ready for the rose ceremony. Ben's Ivan like, and Zach this. show up and they're just standing there waiting. And then just Ben just walks in. They're just like, I expected Brendan, and now we have Ben. That but must have been such a weird plot twist. What, I was conf- what surprised me was they didn't seem mad. It was just surprise. They Zach were- seemed not... Well, I think it's because they don't not like Ben. They don't dislike him. Yeah, because they were mad when Bennett came back. Because clearly they don't yeah. like Bennett. Yeah. But they weren't think- mad when Ben came back. Because yeah. then Tasha comes in... And talks to them for a minute and then pulls Ivan aside. And mm-hmm. Ben and Zach chat like Ben's supposed to be there. Yeah. And I think, though, I, I do think that when Bennett came, though, they didn't dislike Bennett. I think it was just all the drama he ca- he carried with him. All of that stuff, like his arrival back, I think it was like, oh, gosh, like, just get over here. Yeah. Or get out of here. This, that's it. You know, because they liked him before. Mm-hmm. It just like all of that stuff just yeah um but yeah with ben i think it was like hey here's our friend this sucks though because this completely throws a wrench in the entire scenario and how this goes because now we just traded one guy for the other and the other guy has not had fantasy suite experience obviously because like for ben to show up at that rose ceremony it obviously means that she has strong feelings for him for her to say that late in the game, okay, you can come to the rose ceremony. Like, they knew. Ivan and Zach knew that it was like, oh, crap. This is a game changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she pulls Ivan aside. And it was a really weird dismissal because, and I read about, I read up on this afterwards. Mm-hmm. Basically, she said that we have different views on religion. And the part mm-hmm. that it plays in our lives. And for me, that's just not really something that I'm okay with having a dis- disagreement about in my relationship. And then he was like, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll leave. Like, th- this wasn't a difficult... I don't think it was an emotional... I think that there was just a fundamental disagreement on beliefs. And they're yeah. like, okay, well... This is just how it is. Yeah. I do think that her reasoning behind letting him go, I did not see that coming. Cause I, because before then... That had, really... to have, that had to have been a cameras weren't around conversation. Yeah. And I, I think I heard that they... Either Tasha said it or Lauren Zima said it. I don't remember. But um, I guess they had that conversation in the fantasy suite. And that's when it kind of came up. Because even Ivan said he knew that that could be the bomb that blew things up. Um, So, yeah, it must have been Fantasy Suite said he was probably like, you know what? Like, she's probably like, I love Jesus. And he's probably like, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. I I read about it in an article. It basically comes down to the fact that she she has a religion plays in a very important role in her life. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't for him. Yeah. And it's just, I mean... It was just, it kind of went how the rest of their relationship went. Just like, okay, it's over. 
Yeah. Like, it started. But he was sad, though. He cried. He did yeah. cry. But, like, it wasn't explosive, and she wasn't, like, she wasn't that emotional. No. I thought it was really interesting. He was like, okay, well, she's probably just not going to end up with anybody, then, if she's not going to end up with me. Oh, uh, yeah. When he said that, I was like, okay, Ivan. Um... <laughs> and when I saw that, I thought to myself... I think you've seen this whole show differently than we've seen this whole show. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, Ivan. Because okay. she likes you, but she likes uh-huh. you at best fourth. That's And that's what I thought that she was going to break up with him about. I thought she was going to be like, I have stronger feelings for Ben than I do you. Therefore, sorry. And maybe she felt that way, but it was just easier to say, hey, I love Jesus and you don't. And that's the reason we can't be together. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting that I didn't see that coming either because I would have thought if I had picked someone that would have been like predictably religious, I would have thought it would have been Ivan that would have matched that ideal, you know, those ideals with her too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I never even heard, I never even heard the, um, like his viewpoints on, on, you know, religion. But I guess I guess just because of how clean, like this sounds terrible, but like just how like clean cut suburbia Ivan is, that I just would have been like, oh, you know. But like, there's also a very obvious hint of intellectual. Yeah. And the intellectual, yeah. the, and the intellectual side tends to lean less religious. So yeah, that's right. Because he's what? What is he again? He's an air. He's an aeronautical engineer. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and a, I guess, like, super good chess player. So I think that there are some intellectual sides of him that I think that probably right. believe that there's more science than than creationism in terms of whatnot. That could have been it, yeah. I, I don't know. But I just didn't, I just didn't think that that would have broken them up. So when she said it, I was like, what? I think... <laughs> She wasn't going to pick him anyway. So after mm-hmm. Brendan left, she was just like, that's fine. I'll keep him. Knowing mm-hmm. she was going to pick Zach. And then, and then Ben showed and up. And then Ben showed up. And she's like, okay, well, I like Ben more than I like Ivan. And we have this mm-hmm. awkward thing that's going to keep us from being together anyway. So there's no reason to keep him any longer. I also wonder if that is why she looked so chill um, after their fantasy suite. Like when she was like, okay. You know, like yeah. it just like... Because Tasha, you can sometimes read her face where it's like, mm, you know, you can tell she's thinking about stuff. Um, and so I just thought it was because she was like, Meh, we're just friends. But she's probably like, mm, I don't think this is going to work out like I did before. Yeah. Well, uh, she she lets him go and she comes back for the most boring rose ceremony ever because there's two roses and two people. She gets yep. the first one to sack, the second one to Ben, and then they just celebrate. And that's it. That's it. And then we get to the next day. Uh, Tasha's excited to meet her fam- excited to see her family. She goes in there. She's very excited. Clearly, they're excited to see her. She's excited to see them. And she lets them know that she'll be meeting. Z- they'll be meeting Zach and Ben, and they'll be meeting Ben first. And mm-hmm. then she lets them know that Ben that she let Ben go, and Ben came back, and then he got a rose. And her dad was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Her dad, like, I was watching Roses and Rosé with Lauren Zima, and she was killing me because she pointed out that Tasha's dad has the best reactions 
like whenever he like when he was sitting there and he was talking about Tasha and then Tasha comes in and he's like hey you know and then, <laughs> just his reaction to everything but then like when she was like ben went home i sent him home but then he came back and he's like oh (laughs) 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 it was a montage of all of his reactions and i was like that is hilarious (laughs) um and then uh she she brings ben in and she tries to like smooth things over by letting them know that ben went to west point and they do some right some classic where'd you go to college they do some classic, oh, I was Navy, you were Army, ha, 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 jokes. Yeah. And then they uh, they toast the second chances, and then she talks to her, she, he, she talks to her dad first, and she felt like she really liked her, him early and was worried that she, on the first, oh, my notes are terrible. She really liked him, but he's worried about her having to work so hard to get to know how he feels. Mm-hmm. So that was his concern. Like, well, if he, if you had to pull, if you had to send him home for him to tell you that he loved you. Yeah. Then are you going to spend the rest of your life pulling information like pulling teeth? Which that is a super valid point. Yes. Like, because. And ben was my concern with her being with Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a really valid point, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, Ben tells her mom that he's in love with her. And this is a forever thing. He's not looking to, this isn't going to be a, let's see how it goes. This is a, if I'm proposed to your daughter, like, this is it. Like, I'm not, we're together. Mm-hmm. And then she, he, he tells her dad the same thing. And then he admits that he that he messed up. That he was panicked and didn't know how she would react to him telling her that he loved her and was worried that they were on the same page. And that's why he didn't say anything. Which I love his honesty. I thought it was great that he, cause I, I feel like Ben took those days to reflect and was like, here's where I made a mistake. Yes. And here's where I own up to it. And her dad ended up by thinking he's fine. Mm hmm. He's like, he's got good qualities. He's fine. He's whatever. Yeah. Because the moment that he fessed up to that and was like, that's my mistake. I'm the reason we weren't on the same page. You know? But, okay, I will say one thing I did keep noticing, though. Um, So when Ben kept talking about how much he loved her, and they were like, why do you love her? And he was like, because of the way she makes me feel. And I was like, yeah. I mean, you love someone... Yes, the way that you feel is like freaking cloud nine. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like Zach would say because of who she is, because of this, because of that, you know, and Ben, though, was just so and maybe it is because he never felt that before, like you Mm -hmm. were saying. So he didn't know what it was. Yeah. So really was caught up in the way that he was feeling. But I was like, Ben, do you love her just because of the way that you feel? Because you're yeah. not always going to feel that way. No, that's no, that's definitely valid. I wonder if, yeah. They didn't really go into that, and maybe that's just because they didn't want to make it too obvious that she was picking Zach, but that definitely didn't mm-hmm. come up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I thought, for me at least, that's where I was like, mm, I don't know if it's you. Even though I love Ben. 
Yeah, that wasn't. It was unfortunately. It was. It, it went unfortunately for Ben. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the end of the date. The yeah. end of the day. My parents liked him. They rode off into the sunset on their scooters. Yeah. Which the scooters all the time, freaking scooters. Like, I, know, get I think that's the only thing they have to do over there. So just so, keep. So dumb. Maybe that was how they gave them a tour of the, of the resort is on scooters. Yeah. But that was kind of the end of the day, and she meets Zach the next day. And she brings him in to meet her family. And they talk for a few minutes, and then they get straight to the conversations. Uh, she talks to her dad first, and she says that she is an 8.95 on a scale of 1 to 10 on how she feels about him. Yeah. And she says the, uh, the, the, yes, the last 1.5, the one, the last 1.05% was because she doesn't know how they feel about him yet. Mm-hmm. And he reminds her that there's no rush and she doesn't have <laughs> to get engaged. And I think if I remember correctly, that's what he told her on Colton season as well. Really? <laughs> I think she was, I think because I remember the, the, the memes after that were like, uh, Tasha's dad, the only realistic dad in this franchise. Like you don't have to, you don't have to get engaged here. Like this is this is ridiculous. I feel like that would be my dad. Also, he'd be like, you don't have to marry that guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. Thanks. I wish he was like, okay, dad, thanks. <laughs> it was such a realistic uh, father daughter moment. Okay, dad, thanks for your advice. Right. I'll do what I want now. Thanks. (laughs) And then Zach sits down with her mom and says that he loves her. Mm -hmm. And then she asks him, where did they see each other in five years? And he says, married and happy and hopefully starting a family. Mm -hmm. And she seemed very happy with that. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, also, of course, every mother wants her daughter to have babies, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I don't speak from personal experience or anything. <laughs> but um, I think also, though, she probably knows how much Tasha wants to have a family. And so she's like, uh, and babies, there it is. Okay. And with five kids, five kids takes time. Whew, five kids, man. I mean, you can't pop five kids out in two years. So you, you she's, they better get going. Man, five kids. But yeah, so, um, my gosh, I remember I used to want five kids. And then I was working at a youth camp one year. And the girls that I was, like, working with were screaming. And they were, and this is not the youth group that we used to work with together. I was going to say, those kids screamed (laughs) too, but they weren't that bad. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) This is another group that I worked with. And um, when, yeah, I remember I was in Florida and we were right by the beach and the girls were screaming at each other. I sent them all to their room. I told them not to be rude to each other. And I, as I slid this pizza into the oven <laughs> to make it for them for dinner, I was like, no, two or three max. <laughs> yeah. My wife... I will never forget the moment that I slid that pizza into the oven and my, my dreams of having five or eight, I was like, no. Uh, my wife wanted five until she had one. <laughs> and we're, no, sorry, she, I said that wrong. She said she wanted, she said she wanted twins until she had one. Oh, gosh. 
And she was like, one is enough at a time. Man, I have heard the experience changes you. <laughs> yeah, it certainly certainly life, does. It's life-altering for sure. But yeah, that was the day, though, that I was like, with a house full of girls, sending them all to their room. I was like, nah, three max. Yeah. And then uh, Zach sits down with uh, her dad and lets him know that he was married before and he didn't take it seriously. And he doesn't want them to, and then, and then he's just like, yeah, I was young and I was stupid and I didn't take the marriage seriously. And that's why, that was one of the reasons we broke up, mm-hmm. that we got divorced. And then Zach's, and then Tasia's dad says, I don't want you to wing this. I want you to be thoughtful and be ready. And he looks forward to being there. And then Zach says that he looks forward to being there for the hard times and how the expectations for her husband are high because of how amazing her dad was. And he's committed to what proposing means. And her dad really liked them. Um, yeah. I think that was a quality thing that he took the time to say to her dad. Yeah. Like you've like been you've been such an amazing dad and you've set the expectations for her future to be high. And I, yeah. I and then basically said by saying that he says I intend to meet those. Yeah, he was like willing to arise to the challenge, mm-hmm. to meet the challenge. Um and I love the fact that her dad didn't have to steer the conversation in that direction. No, he like, did it. He was like, Here, I want to tell you this because I'm hoping to propose to your daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that was that was great. So, but as Tasha's dad always tends to do, he has a little bit more to say about some things. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I still don't really understand what happened. <laughs> I I heard a theory of what what actually happened. Okay. And. Uh... That was kind of the end of the day. They enjoyed pizza and they moved on. And then we get to the next day and there's a knock on the door and it's her dad. She, like, the knock on the door, she said, oh my gosh, not again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's back now, Poor Brendan? Ivan, is Ivan, Ivan said that he still loves me. It's Brennan. He's like, you know what? I actually do want to get married. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry oh, I did that real good with you. I do want to marry you right now. <laughs> But he, he comes in and and tells her that he would spend some time talking to the family after she left. And they're all nervous about some things. And he just doesn't want to make her a bad mistake. Doesn't want her to make a bad mistake. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught this, but did you notice what dress she was wearing? Yes. She was wearing the blue dress. The, the denim dress. That she met Ben in. That she... I, my, my theory, according to another podcast. Now I will give this all the credit I to this. I thought this was okay. This was, this theory is totally the credit of bachelorette parties, uh, guest this week, Nora Princiati. I don't know who this lady is, mm-hmm. but she was, she was, knew what she was talking about. Her thought was that she, he came there to tell her that Ben wasn't ready or Ben wasn't the one. Uh huh. And it was her date was supposed to be with Ben that day. And he came her he came to her to tell her we have a bad feeling about Ben. 
and then that's why she went straight there and broke up with Ben. And that's why mm-hmm. she was still emotional for Zach's date. Because, because you no, know, this episode you can clearly track by her outfits what's happening in what order and what they're uh huh what they're uh, changing around. Because that's it did throw me off when she was back in the denim dress. Mm-hmm. Like what? Isn't that what she was wearing? And so that makes sense. She went and she broke up with Ben, and then she went on the date with Zach. Yes. And then and she was probably like this this guy i have to know that this is the guy that i'm going to be with because there's nobody else <laughs> right because if the difference between zach and perfection was one point mm-hmm. let's say she was already nervous about ben still and ben was at a nine or at, at an mm-hmm. eight they take away their support he becomes a seven yeah. and if she's at a seven with ben and they like Zach, and Zach becomes a 10? What has Ben still doing there? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that that is right. Because I did notice that, though. I noticed that outfit, and I was like, hang on, what? But then I was so wrapped up in her date with Zach that I was like, whatever. You know, like, or I was wrapped up in the fact that, like, what she was saying to Ben at the time. But that makes sense. Yes. But I like think that's her what dad happened. Made it seem like he didn't like either one of them. I think they now because if you notice that quote that she said, he said, "I don't want you to make the biggest mistake of your life." Uh huh. She was. We were looking at Tasha. Uh huh. I think they Frankenbit that to put his words on her face because that was a different part of the conversation. Oh, okay. There's been they were they were they were saying this podcast was saying that there's been a lot of Frankenbiting this season. I did notice some of that because um, there was one moment in the previews where Zach said something about being uh, blindsided, and then I was like, "But you weren't blindsided in this episode," and so I thought that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, so I think I definitely can attest to the fact that, like, I think there's. There has been there has been that where and you hear I'm first always, and I've come to the to another... point, Yeah, I've come to the point where I'm always cautious when mm-hmm. I don't see someone say the words that they're supposedly saying. Mm. That is a good point. That is a good point. Because who knows how long her dad and Tasha's conversation was? Yeah, we got what three minutes. Yeah, he could have been there an hour. So yeah, no, that's that's a good point. So I think that that she she would have gone to break up with Ben. Ben, that makes sense mm-hmm. because she was on her date with Zach. She was clearly in her head, mm-hmm. and when she gets anxious, she's like very like when she, they were trying to learn to dance, and then she's like, okay, we're off, we're off, we're off, you know, and like you could tell she was just like, oh gosh, oh gosh, this is super real now. Yeah, like this guy is the only guy here. Mm-hmm. Him or nobody. Yeah, that's a lot of weight to carry, knowing that you sent somebody home. Same, uh, and, and that, Zach, you, that you put I, all your all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, like he is the only option left. And Zach had no idea, so that makes it even better that Zach 
organically performed to a T, just like in calming her down, like he did on their, mm-hmm. their first one, the way that he like made her laugh, the way he was like, hey, we'll get it. You know, hey, like yeah. it's okay. Like trying to relax her because she she does get super in her head. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And so I love the fact that Zach had, if, if Zach had no idea, then like he really did like make her see that he is her person. Yeah. Oh. And um, they have a uh, a great rest of the day. Uh, Zach and her are kind of hanging out, and uh, she says that she's concerned that what if in five years that I want to be a stay at home mom, and like the crazy adventurous wife that you had is now a a just a stay at home person, mm-hmm. and then he was he just kind of. He gave a great anecdote about today was his like sober anniversary and he was like it's important because I didn't run from my issues I chose to fight stay and fight mm-hmm. so if I if I'm not going to run from you I'm not, if I'm not going to run from drugs and sobriety and living my best life then I'm not going to run from you I'm going to say we're going to we're I'm going to say we'll fight and that is the perfect example of someone being a fully formed human being. Mm-hmm. Like he's bringing his whole self to that relationship. Yes. It's longer somebody who's figuring out who they are. Like, he's like, this is me. Yeah. I have these problems. Yeah. Like I know what commitment is, you know, like that. When he said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's such a solid answer. Mm-hmm. So good. And Tasha's, oh, Tasha's, Tasha's fears are so real. Like I said, so many times during the season, Tasha is so relatable for me. And when she says things, I'm like, Tasha, I get it. Yeah. All the time. I'm like, is Tasha in my brain? Is Tasha like she's just saying all the things that I always think? <laughs> yeah. And then like the... having her as the bachelorette has like changed my bachelor nation experience. She she we get to the next day, she uh she goes and she meets and breaks up with Brent with Ben. She goes to his room to talk and she tells him that she cares about him, but her heart is with someone else. And they missed that on time together during the fantasy suites. And mm-hmm. he's upset. He thought this would go differently, but just wants her to be happy. And uh, she leaves and then he packs up and leaves himself. He did cry. Yeah. Yeah. And he said earlier in the season he didn't know where crying comes from. He doesn't know how to to reach that emotion, but he did cry. And so I do think that he, I know he really did love her. Yeah. I think this though is like a life. This is a, this is a life lesson for Ben. Yes. He'll this, find his person, but I think this like opened the door that needed to be open in order for him to find that person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and. Uh... This kind of clears her up, and she's ready to to get engaged now. Yeah. Uh, she they're both getting ready for the proposal. Uh, Neil Lane shows up for a third time this season. We have so the, much Neil. The FaceTime during Claire's portion. Yeah. And the date, and now for a third time, Neil is back, and he Wait, meets. Neil came. Didn't Neil come for for uh, Dale's ring selection? No, because it was just over the phone, remember? Because Chris had to FaceTime him. Because he wasn't oh, ready. Okay, I was thinking about another. Okay, I was thinking about another FaceTime. Gotcha. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, but uh, he he comes to Zach's room, and they pick out a ring for her. And it was it was just a really basically the rest of this episode was just fluff. This yeah. was at this point like eight twenty, eight thirty. I'm looking at my phone. I'm just like, okay, like this is really unnecessary. It was kind of like whenever Rachel sent Peter home and then she had Brian left and Brian was like, okay, you know, like he was prepping like he was one of two guys, not knowing that he was the only dude left. Right. So it's kind of like that. Like when you're just like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're just, you got to fill the time. Um, I, speaking of like Frank and editing, um, I think that it was very strategic the way that they showed in the previews her crying at her proposal site, even though she had already broken up with Ben. So why is there a reason for her to be crying until you watch the whole proposal and you realize that they cut Zach out being down on one knee because she was crying in reaction to him asking her to marry him. Yeah. So it made it look like she was like, oh, broken heart at the site of like the proposal site. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. No, he's just not there. He's just photoshopped out. Yeah. And so I thought that was very interesting. But, okay, here's the deal. That proposal, Zach's proposal, 10 out of 10. Ooh, it, was, it was a great proposal conversation. It was great proposal monologues from both of them. Yes. And, like, the moment that he said the part about his parents seeing the smile on his face and the way he, like, whispered it because he could barely get it out. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is real love we're watching. <laughs> like, sometimes you don't know, but I felt like I knew that these two people were in love. And Tasha's not an idiot. She takes her time. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't let that happen. She would not have let him propose to her if she didn't know for sure. Yeah. Like she said to Chris Harrison, she doesn't even, at this point, she doesn't even know if she was ever, she had ever really experienced true love before then. Mm-hmm. Next level. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, Tasha. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, they both give great speeches about how they feel about each other and the, the importance that this process has put into their relationships. Mm-hmm. And he lets her, he does the uh, cheesy thing of telling her that he's going to choose her. Today <laughs> and tomorrow. Cheesy? I cried so hard. It was cheesy. It wasn't cheesy. It was cheesy. Oh my, oh my gosh. I cried. Like you, I You've been it. deprived of human interaction. It was cheesy. No. Yes. It <laughs> yes. It was cheesy. Whatever. Whatever. Somebody says they choose you. Ugh. It's like tears everywhere. It was cheesy. Uh, but he he proposes. He gets down on one knee. She's, obviously, she says yes. Mm-hmm. And then they celebrate. And then they ride off into the sunset in the fake taxi. They do. I love that. I love that. Was that was cute. I enjoyed that. I love that callback. And I love, I love the way he yells taxi. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's cool. He's a New Yorker. You think that they do it better. I know. As a New Yorker, we just assume that they do it better. (laughs) Even though they probably have to because I've never hailed a taxi in my life. I, yeah, I've never hailed one. I've I've only been in an Uber like twice. Really? I've been in a couple Ubers. I've been in a a taxi, but I don't know if I, 
I don't think I hailed it myself. I just remember being like, okay, like we gotta, it was in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> big cities, big cities need Ubers and taxis. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And I love how Clarky, Clarky and the Queen, mm-hmm. their happy ending. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a, it was a great ending to a long, long season. It really did feel long. But I am disappointed, as I texted you earlier today, that she didn't get an after the final rose. No, unfortunately. And uh, Chris tweeted out that he does apologize for the lack of AFR. And hopefully they can get back to it for Matt's season. So Right, but I, I, st- I want a Tasha AFR. I feel like not only did she get Claire's, Claire's guys... But then she got a shortened season, and they got all crammed in. She, she doesn't care about the AFR. She got what she wanted. I wanted the AFR with Tasha. Okay, now, you, but Ch- now you're being selfish. Yeah, I am. At least you admit it. <laughs> I want their love to be on full display, and I want more of it. It's like the one good love story that happened in 2020. Give me the F- AFR. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I understand COVID restrictions and they can, everybody would have to have quarantine as much as they had at the beginning of it. That's what, apparently that's what he said. Like you couldn't bring everybody back and all this stuff. Yada, yada, yada. You could have FaceTimed the AFR. I don't know. You could have done it the exact same way that you did the, the freaking. Yeah, but those were terrible. Yeah, they were, but you know what? He, he is it not, was... he is not a good unplanned interviewer. No, he's not. That That's very true. That's very true. Wow, that's what that's what botched it over the summer. He's not a good interviewer. But it was also they poorly explained the seasons. That's true too. But I would have taken that. We would have taken anything, but we didn't get anything. I would so. have. I just want more love of Clarkie and the Queen. Well, Clarkie and Queen were on the Bachelor Happy Hour, so you can. Okay. They did an hour today, so you can go listen to her talk <gasps> okay. to. Uh... I wonder if he's going to be on clickbait. Oh, he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I did see their Insta story. They're happy together. Apparently, like, I was reading the comments. You know, the comment section is always full of truth. But I loved how some people were like, uh, no, they're broken up. She's back with the roofer in Boston. (laughs) I I, I read this lady say that, and I was like, what? And somebody else was like, false. (laughs) But I was like, what are you doing? Like, how do you? Throw that out there without knowing anything. <laughs> That's amazing. <sighs> but yeah, so that calls it. They run off in the sunset. Hopefully, Ben falls in love. I hope he finds love on an island. If not, as the next bachelor. Well, I will say this. I, as much as I have very much enjoyed this season, and as much as I love Tasha and all these guys. It does seem like Matt's season is a bleep show. Yes. Those girls seem like a hot mess from day one, and I am so excited. I this season has been great. This season has been great. Because I've I'm not excited. I feel like they're gonna go back to the same formula. How old is Matt? I well I think they didn't realize the success, they didn't realize the success of this season yet when they cast it and started filming. So because I think I we'll, like I think we'll end up somewhere in the middle. I think we'll end up in late twenties. 
because I just like I don't want to go back to this crap of like people whining and yelling and like and I, I saw some girl and, like was like oh that's that's mean and blah blah, blah and like all this stuff. I'm like what is all of this drama like I what is we will have to wait because I think what part of the problem from Peter's season was Peter. Uh-huh. I think Matt James will deliver. I think Matt James will be amazing. And I think he's been coached up by our favorite contestant, maybe of all time, in Tyler C. He's no longer my favorite, but carry on. I think she he was given advice by a formerly hot mess lead and his good friend Hannah B. Yeah. So I think he will deliver in a way that Peter never did. And I think he will compensate for seemingly immature women. I hope so. And I think we're in a good spot. I can't go from from having a level-headed bachelorette. Like, I mean, we had this crap with Claire, but then we got a level-headed, wonderful bachelorette who had wonderful guys. And everybody was mature. Everybody was well thought out. I can't do that. I can't swing into elementary school and just be like, okay, game time, recess. Pack your crayons because I think we're going to elementary school. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, back to something that she would prefer to talk about. If you had followed us on Twitter, then -hmm. you would have seen our great poll from last night, they got 52 votes. Oh. So yesterday, about halfway through the episode, I tweeted out, wow, quite a finale. Honestly, happy with each. Which are you? And I have Team Ben, Team Zach, and Team Alone. Team Zach got 40% of the vote. Oddly enough, I don't know when these people voted, but Team Alone got 33% of the vote. <laughs> and Team Ben got 27 Oh. And that was, was, that was out of 52 votes. So I feel really good about that. And then I also tweeted out last night, congratulations to Zach and Tasia. There were so many amazing men this season, and it was great to see a happy ending. Any favorites you want to have for the next Bachelor? So that has zero comments so far, but you can be the first. So find Y'all us on Twitter, at Right Reasons Pod, and let me know who of this season you want to be Bachelor. Obviously... If he's in the right emotional place, I would like to have Brendan back. Um, if he's right, if he's in the right place. Yeah, nah. I feel like he's kind of that ship has sailed. Without without a personality like Tasha, I feel like he's like low key chill. So maybe we need chill. I don't know. I don't know, but y'all. Speaking of Twitter and your poll, um, you guys should comment on our Insta story and tell us what you thought. Tell us what you thought of this love story. Tell us what you thought of the season. Comment. And you can follow us on Instagram at podcasting for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And you can preemptively follow our TikTok at right underscore reasons underscore pod. And I am going to get with my sister and her young friends and figure out how TikTok works. <laughs> so that my videos don't suck. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm only 26, almost 27. I am young, just not TikTok young. You are young, yes. Just not TikTok young. That TikTok, man. That TikTok game, look, that TikTok game is strong. So we're just going to have to, I'm going to have to compete. 
Instagram has reels. TikTok, man. I love TikTok. I'm on TikTok all the time. Okay. TikTok is pretty funny, though. <laughs> it's it's low-key good. All right. Anything else before we uh, wrap up for the year, more than likely? No, that is it. I'm just delighted for Tasha and Zach. I really do feel like she made the great, the great choice with her group of guys, even though I love Ben. I think that she made a good choice for her life. I think so, too. And I think that Zach is going to be a solid partner. And Tasha's moving to New York. And she was already thinking about that before she met Zach. Yeah, this this plays really well for them as a couple. So I think that this is yeah. this is going to be really good for both of them. Uh, she I'm mentioned really... at the moment in her life that I think she was supposed to. Yes, absolutely. And we just got to think, I guess, in a weird, twisted way. Thanks, Claire. For giving us the season we all wanted. Sure. Thanks, Claire. It just took us too long to get rid of you. <laughs> we should have gotten rid of you in March, but that's fine. That's none of my business. I didn't make that decision. <laughs> but that's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will see you all in January when we return for uh, Matt's season of The Bachelor. <laughs> and then we will lead into another season of The Bachelorette. I'm assuming from Matt Swimmon, unless they're all trash, in which case we'll probably see maybe Kelsey. You know, Kelsey would be really good. I would really, if, if Matt's women all suck, then I would like to see Kelsey return and uh, return and be the lead. And if not, we will more than likely see her in paradise because she was good television. She really was. And judging by the previews of Matt James's season, I'm rooting for Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be one there's gonna be one good one just skip over it now for me I can't. <laughs> oh gosh alright bye everybody happy new year happy new year